Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, beautiful human. I hope you're having a great day. Really, I hope you're having a great holiday break. Zach Sang Show is here with you, listening back to our favorite interviews of the year. The year. 2023. Ava Max on the list for a bunch of different reasons. She had a brand new project come out this year. Plus, she made a bunch of headlines too. We discussed all of it with her, and now we're going to bring that to you. But first, I want to give you a mattress. If you're in the market for a mattress, try the mattress that I sleep on. This thing has changed my life. It's called the Vibersonic, and it gets cool when I get hot. The adjustable base allows me to sleep in zero gravity. Plus, it aligns to my spine. And get this. The mattress has six subwoofers in it. So it connects to your existing surround sound system or your existing sound system, or you can build a whole sound system off of it. It's wild. You'll never watch movies or play video games or meditate the same way in bed again. Try it out. Plus, they're giving you a free one. Click the link in the description below if you want to learn more. Now, though, here's Ava Max. Zach's desperate for love. At Zach Sang Show on all social media platforms if interested. Hello, beautiful human. I'm Zach. That's Stanley. Welcome to the studio for the first time ever. Ava Max! Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> this is a big deal because I, we only have ever really corresponded over Zoom. Mm -hmm. And I've seen you out like a couple times, like very limited in some social settings. I know. I try to be social because I'm a little hermit. I like to just people myself it's hard to like crack out of the shell definitely a lot of highs and goodbyes and like where are you from again like you know what i mean like Ugh. a lot of that hey, but you've been in la for how many years <laughs> um la i've been in la for i mean because i it's complicated i came here with my family when i was 14 for a year and a half for music my mom's like all right girl you're leaving school you're gonna start homeschooling we're going to california and we're gonna try and make this happen so we stayed for a year when i was 14 and then it didn't work no one wanted to sign a 14 year old girl so do you go back to wisconsin <laughs> um no south carolina and i know random do you feel defeated at that moment for sure i went i went into an actual real high school did not homeschool in south carolina it sucked it was like i was bullied i i hated it like i would just like tell all the teachers like i'm not gonna be here long i'm gonna go to california to be a singer and i would sometimes just like leave class and my parents would be so furious but i told them it was their fault for dragging me to south carolina <laughs> <laughs> so what eventually brings you back how much uh, how long do you wait before you return um, well, I, you know, I had to wait for my, I had to wait with my family to come because obviously like, I don't know, LA is a scary place sometimes, especially for a teenage girl. So I'm like, what do I do next? And my brother was managing me at the time. Um, he told me, you know, 
once dad is done working in South Carolina, whatever he was doing, we're going to go back to L.A. I'm like, okay, 17 years old, we go back to L.A. Mm. And it's it's been like, oh, so yeah, over 10 years I've been in L.A. And I, I love L.A. How much growth? I, I'm assuming a lot. Like, because a normal human being goes through a lot of growth between 14 years old and 17. Um, <laughs> so I feel like I had to adapt to a lot of different situations. And to do that, you have to be out of your comfort zone, you know? So I, I, I was like, uh, I was open to it, but I also didn't have another choice. Huh. I was moving around a lot. I just wanted to sing, and and that's that was my one goal. My like whole life since I was eight years old, I've been singing. So, yeah. Does your goal ever switch to being somebody who wants to just sing, and then somebody who wants to just sing and write? Sing and write at fourteen. Oh. I started singing Mariah Carey songs and Celine Dion songs when I was eight years old. Got it. And then I started writing songs when I was fourteen. What changes, or what? How do you realize that? writing a song is vital to this whole process i didn't really know until i wrote my first song and i wrote my first song um in virginia and then i started writing a little more with a family friend down in miami uh kevin rudolph he was a family friend of ours i mean like that's like up. let it rock right exactly so i was around him during that whole time it was so fun him little wayne like it was that's crazy it was incredible to watch him go from like here to like here with that song um, but we went down to Miami as a family for like a month and we recorded so many songs together because, you know, he produced and uh, wrote and I learned a lot from him. But then I was like, now what? You know, I don't have a studio I can go huh. to. So I had to find a studio in Virginia because so, I lived in Virginia at the time. Is this after you leave L.A. for the first time or before you this go to L.A.? This was before. Wow. This is before I was doing little singing competitions here and there, which I hated it. I loved performing, huh. but I didn't like how like they people against each other because no one's like I feel like you're number one you're number two you're number three it's like I feel I just don't like it no one's like it's not good for the mental health I feel like do you learn anything from those competitions that you apply now because you're in a pretty competitive pop Um, scene you know (laughs) that's a fact but I don't really look at it that way I, I think I just I take it everything with a grain of salt I kind of take everything easy. I'm just like, when I'm in the studio, I want to write about something, I write about it. I don't think like, is this song going to be number one? You know? Do you ever wonder why songs of yours have gone number one or have been as timeless as they really have the potential to be? I take a lot of time on one song. I don't know. I'm I'm a perfectionist. And um, I don't know. I, I think I like to make empowering music. And I think everyone needs an empowering record to listen to, especially like when they're going to work in the morning. And, you know, I need it all the time. I, I need empowering music. Um, for, like uh, Happy Pharrell, I'm obsessed with that song. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes you happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we need more music. Lizzo's music makes you happy. What we emotion, need happier music. What emotion did you want to be evoked when you listen to Sweet But Psycho? To feel empowered that you can get out of any bad relationship or any bad situation and 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 that you know psycho you can turn that word and flip it into like something good like psycho actually to me means strong like uh, you're speaking your mind I understand that and I I like the word psycho and I am psycho <laughs> I'm psycho for my music I'm psycho for my family I'm psycho for my friends I'm psycho to live each day like it's my last like I'm 
I'm psycho and I'm proud to be psycho. Do you know you're a psycho before you write that record? Does that writing that record make you realize that you are a psycho? No. I didn't know I was psycho until that record. Really? <laughs> well, because that that record also realigns so much. Like, maybe, fuck realigns, establishes so much for you. Definitely. It also, like, it sets a bar. Yeah. Creatively? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to explain, like, the feeling I got when that song came out. I, I didn't know it was going to do what it did at all. Did you have any expectations? I mean, I thought the song was great, but I didn't think it was going to go number one in a matter of weeks. <laughs> what was great about it? Um, You know, I felt really good. I remember every time the song ended before I put it out and I listened to it, I was like, again, I want to hear it again. I want to hear it again. I want to hear it again. And then I'm just like, whoa, that's weird. I never want to hear my own voice again that many times. Wow. And so you can... I really believe that I was reading this quote online. I forgot who it was from, but you can give um, the greatest singer, like, or the the sorry, the worst singer, a hit song, and it's a hit song, and it can make them right. But it doesn't matter how great your voice is if not everyone likes the song or it's not catchy or it's not great and it doesn't empower you or it doesn't make you feel good, right? It doesn't matter how great of a singer you are. So that made me think of making music differently. And that was actually before Sweet But Psycho. And that's when I started writing Sweet But Psycho, Kings and Queens, and all the other records. And feeling like, okay, I'm not, I don't want to just like do, hit these long, long notes. I want something people can dance to. I want to feel good when I hear my records. I want to feel empowered. I want to feel happy. I want to feel like I can achieve anything I want to achieve. And so I thought of making music a little differently after I read that quote. And... It, it, how would you define how you made music pre that quote? Um, you know, <coughs> I was really just about showing my voice, like doing the craziest runs. Yeah. And I'm not saying I don't do those runs anymore because I love to perform and do them on stage. But when it comes to a record, I want to make sure, you know, you can sing to it with me. I, I you know, I don't I don't want to just go in and hit the freaking longest note in, in a chorus. And it's just like, eh. OK, great. You're showing your voice, but. So you're sacrificing the actual song. How does that play into a competitive pop scene? Do you feel like, because at the end of the day, like to your point, like uh, an audience member may not like a, a normal person listening to a record may not care about runs, but like where that's impressive is to another pop artist. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? No, I feel what you're saying. So like, is there a, a, like a want in you to put your best vocal foot forward just to show others what you can do? Because... Like on stage, I feel like I'm another beast on stage. Like that's that's a different Avon stage. Like I, on in the studio, I just want to make the record sound the best it can sound. And I'm not even thinking about, oh, make sure I show Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Off my vocals, like, you know, I, I don't think like that. I just What think are about you thinking about? Just making sure, you know, the melody is is infectious the lyrics can touch your soul you know i don't i don't i, I th- i'm very much crazy with changing the chorus lyrics over and over and over again and i get so many opinions i love to get everyone's opinion and and then and then you get an opinion where you're like oh wow how did i not think of that and then i change it again so it takes me like six months to eight months to do a song sometimes really most times like kings and queens took a year how do you know what which opinions to act on and which not to when you want to repeat the song 150 times in a row (laughs) then you're like okay it's ready now to go out (laughs) that's how you know it's done but like if you're filtering through opinions you can't take everybody's opinions and no you can't i really think that is something i've learned along the way i i like to get everyone's opinion and then i make my own decision at the end of the day that is important. You have to make your own decision at the end of the day. But it's good to gather, right, everyone's ideas and thoughts because, you know, everyone listens to music differently. That's another thing, too. You also never know it's going to go. It, like, so That's true. <laughs> when Sweet But Psycho hits the way it does, do you think you're going to be able to do it again? No. I was like, this is crazy. It's a phenomenon. I'm done after this. Really? <laughs> do you believe that? I believe that. I was so pinching myself when I was hearing it on the radio. I'm like, eh, this isn't me. This isn't me. This is crazy. I've wanted this my whole life. And here is this moment all over the radio. I'm hearing my voice. How is this possible right now? It's been a matter of weeks and it's number one everywhere. I was in shock. <laughs> so but do you take that success and does it? factor into how you make music moving forward I mean I just you know at that point my life started moving so fast that I was on tour while I was finishing Heaven and Hell the album the first album so I had to really you know I was I was recording and writing music with um, Circuit on the road he came on the road we were in the in closets in the hotel rooms we were putting pillows over my head to make it sound like a real studio because i couldn't go to an actual studio sometimes when was kings and queens done the, after sweet but psycho immediately after like um, before sweet but psycho was released or after it was released? after it was released mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting but we worked on it for a year really yeah torn was written and recorded and it was released, that was like six months. So yeah, it took six months to a year for each of those records. <laughs> that, and Kings and Queens does it again. Kings and Queens did it. I mean, that one means a lot to me because it it's, it's so inspiring, the lyrics. And it's about just how, you know, women can do it all. Queens can do it all. And uh, it's inspiring in so many ways where I... Again, I didn't know what it was going to do when it came out. I just knew I loved the record. I felt good putting this out. And it was an anthem that I think everyone needed to hear. It, this whole thing's interesting because you do, 
You released two songs, one song before Kings and Queens, but post Sweet But Psycho, right? I'm like, I don't even remember now. I think it is, right? <laughs> I think so am I and Salt. Yeah, Salt. Mm-hmm. Salt was on YouTube before Sweet But Psycho ever came out. And Not Your Barber Girl was on YouTube before Sweet But Psycho ever came out. Why was YouTube the place? I don't know. It's just what I decided to do at the time. Well, were you labelless? Were you? Did you have no label? <laughs> I'm like, was that? <laughs> no, I um got signed a year before Super Psycho came out, I believe. Yeah. Wow. So. That's like a. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. For sure, and I got signed to my Karen and ABG. Yeah, Atlantic. of course. My Karen was like my mentor. I learned so much from him. He's and one of the greatest executives, right? The whole thing. To I don't exist. care what anyone says about him. He knows everything about music he is so intellectual about it so smart about it and he 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 he's like a sponge he soaks it all in and then when i ask him a question he's like he gives me like different options like he knows everything <laughs> i'm like okay thanks it's crazy <laughs> he's just he's a great mentor circuits a great mentor as well so i feel like i have the best the best squad for sure i i red one was on there too red one incredible talent dan loves red one <laughs> yeah, he's a cool guy. You remember when he came on our show? Yeah. He's Once. so talented. Yeah. I, I love him. Worked with him um, on Kings and Queens. That song is so good. Thank you. Yeah, I love the line still about the sword. If I had one, it'd be bigger than yours. That's a fact. I feel like <laughs> if I had a sword, it would be bigger than most of my yeah. exes. <laughs> I didn't say it. You said it. <laughs> but no, I think in general, women would have bigger... Excuse me, dicks. If they had dicks, then men. That's horrible I, to say, but it's I true. Agree. It's true. <laughs> Women are just better in every way. So <laughs> they are. I'm sorry. Heaven and hell. Is that a story you're trying to tell with that album? <laughs> um, heaven and hell. Oh, my life. I feel like my life was just like, but like so up and down, and that's why the album was my first album was called Heaven and Hell. But life post Sweep and Psycho. No, I mean before. Got it. Yeah, just trying to make it as a singer was so, it was tough for me, you know? Um, I I just, I wanted it for so long and I thought it was never going to happen because no one was like ever giving me a shot. No one wanted to sign me. Um, there was a lot of moments where I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because it's, it's getting to that point yeah. where I maybe have to choose another career. But every time I got discouraged, I kept going back to the studio and I kept writing music and I kept singing. And um, I would sing at jazz night a few nights at <laughs> the W. No one knows that, but I did that because I really wanted to perform and I love to sing. It, that's like the sign of a true performer, right? It doesn't matter who the fuck is like. It doesn't matter who, how many people are there, or if anybody's even listening. It's just the fact that there's people in a room and you're doing what you do best. I love to sing. That's one thing where I don't think I'll ever stop doing. Do you consider yourself just a singer or an artist? An artist. Yeah, I'm. I'm involved in every aspect of every part of my career. I write all my music video with directors I collaborate with. I write all my music with songwriters I collaborate with. I. I see kind of sometimes the music video in my head while I'm writing the song. I'm I'm very visual like that. I love I love visuals. Is that a role you've had to or, or skills you've had to acquire or something that's innate in you the same way singing is? Um, 
no I feel like I'm just I'm just a creative person you know I, I love I love anything creative I love I love it all what's the hardest part about making a song holding on to it oh. and waiting to release it because I just want to put it out sometimes waiting to release music is just the worst <laughs> does it ever work to your advantage waiting mm, I guess sometimes but I just want to put it out like if I'm in the studio I just want to be like should I leak my own music and <laughs> always management label don't do it don't do it so, so. you say that <laughs> and then there's an actual leak I know I'm not sure how that happens I still need to investigate that further yeah what the fuck I don't know what all that is about you did it I know imagine if I did it <laughs> so like, I don't I'm know just kidding no I didn't do it um, unfortunately I probably should have but no, it, it makes me kind of upset in the moment, obviously. Yeah. Because I'm just like, you know, th- that's not when the music's supposed to come out. It, it's your story that should be shared when you want to share it. Right? And I was I was really hurt in the moment. But then I realized, you know what? Not everyone heard it. And it's okay. It's I'm, I'm going to still release my song in January. I mean, my album in January. And that's when it's going to come out and... There's nothing I can do about it at the end of the day. I don't know how that stuff even happens. It's just hurtful when you see it all online. And yeah. You don't know how to take it down. You feel lost. Yeah. I'm just like, now what? Should I just... I sometimes... You know, I felt like almost like, should I even put it out? That's how upset I was. And in the moment. But then you let them win, whoever they are. Whoever they are. Who are you? Do you have any <laughs> ideas? Suspicions? No, I don't know. It could be anyone, right? I mean, I, I'm assuming... It's th- definitely a hater. Yeah, but the record's <laughs> hit a lot of different people. It's definitely a hater. I mean, I would assume so. No, I don't know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, this is an album that you gotta listen to. There's gonna be a link in the description below. It's the the legitimate uh, you know, link to the album. No, no bootleg hogwash nonsense. Only the real stuff here. Only streams that count in a way that you want it to be received. Are we listening to this album top to bottom in order or what? Preferably, but if you want to listen to one song on repeat and nothing else, you can do that too. Got it. <laughs> got it, got it. It's a heartbreak album, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. But with you, <laughs> I mean, you're a very private person who doesn't really say much about your private life, so it's interesting to hear you kind of open up like this. I know I didn't mean to it just happened and while I was writing the record I was going through a couple heartbreaks Mm. not just one a couple and they really rocked me but I don't think I don't want to say this album's about that anymore it's about coming out stronger from all the heartbreak but does that that meaning doesn't become clear to you until it's done and like right oh one thousand percent i sometimes think like for instance one of us is a really emotional record and uh, i don't know how i'm gonna perform that record so that record really hits me hard um so i i don't know i don't know how Dell does it <laughs> what is the story behind that song where were you when it came to you um i was uh writing it in la with some friends of mine and Circuit was involved and we were in the studio and we were in the middle of making the album and um, we were just going in, going deep, personal, personal shit, so, you know? 
Are most of these records starting with you just like in a session talking about it? Or are you coming in with lyrics or anything? I done? like to get on the mic and put down melodies and sometimes lyrics come out. Like for instance, maybe you're the problem. That whole chorus kind of just came out of my mouth in the microphone with the melody. And so it was done. Afterwards, we listened to the chorus and we're like, holy cow, I did not know. That just came out of me right now. I'm like, okay, that's what we're working on today. That that is a good song so sometimes it hits like that and you don't even know where it's stemming from no I I just close my eyes and kind of I like to I like to not hear the beat sometimes and so when I'm in the studio I hear the beat for the first time in the booth Got it. and then I want to see what comes out naturally because I'm really I'm a spiritual person so I like to feel it yeah I don't want to mess with uh, I don't want to jinx anything so I'm just like I don't want to hear the song I don't want to hear the beat like with Circus sometimes he wants to play me his new beat I'm like uh uh-uh. I was like let's just hear it in the booth and then I want to see what comes out of me first and that's what's meant to be sometimes other times it's just I just say horrible things and it's not good <laughs> but that's so are you able to realize who and what maybe you're the problem is about like after it's done yeah I know who it's about for sure but you don't know while it's happening no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know who it's about for sure. Yeah. Do you thank someone like that for helping you craft a record that's made you millions of dollars? Um, you know, I don't even look at it that way. I think like afterwards I think, wow. Sometimes heartbreak is a good thing cuz you grow stronger from it. I think of it like that. You mm. rise up from the ashes. You're a better person from it. I didn't know that heartbreak even hurt that bad until it happened to me. Mm. I see things differently. I hear lyrics differently. I write differently now. I, I feel differently. I even talk to people differently. I mean, another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Heartbreak can really change you. And yes, in a bad way in the moment and you feel like you're dying. But afterwards, you're just like, oh, wow. I didn't realize I was this strong bitch. Okay, okay. Uh. Let's go. New new person. I feel like I run from heartbreak. Look, I that was me for a long time, but then it came out of nowhere. And then Oofed. It was like a knife to the heart. And you have to either like adapt <laughs> or die. You feel like you're dying. You really do. I didn't re- again, I didn't understand like in the movies they're like I can't handle this anymore. I want to die. I'm just like, "What? No, girl, just why are you crying over a guy?" And now here I am crying over a guy. I'm just like, wake the fuck up. And I was just like constantly sad for like a month. So what role does this album play in that healing process? Or at least a realization? What role does it play? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I think it's healing, yes, for artists to write lyrics and to let it out. It's kind of like therapy in a way. So that right there, letting it all out, hearing it again, performing it it again, 
over and over again. It's very healing. Sometimes it opens up the wound, depending on my mood, but um, I try yeah. not to get too emotional when I hear certain lyrics. <laughs> What's the difference between this new album and Heaven and Hell? What's What are the biggest points of growth? What are the biggest differences? My life, really. Um, Heaven and Hell was all about trying to make it in the industry. I was writing just empowering music, just songs about like uh, almost revengeful, right? These uh, Diamonds and Dance Floors is more so my personal experiences in relationships and how I felt in them and after the fact, after the heartbreak and how I felt feeling better after the heartbreak. For instance, Million Dollar Baby is about coming out stronger and seeing your worth finally opening your eyes to who you really are and knowing that you are indeed a million dollar baby. But you can't really see that with the other person still in the way. No. You can you can be blinded, you know? What do they say? Love is blind? Oh, yeah. Love <laughs> is blind. It really, truly is. I learned that, too. But, um, I'm, you know, I'm a hopeless romantic. Me, too. I am, right? So I mean, unhealthy. It's hard. It's so unhealthy and, and it's, it's like <laughs> god it's fucked up dude. it's oh. the worst but right like you know I, I don't have my guard up all the way because i'm a hopeless romantic but it's kind of it's halfway <sighs> she the guard is up a little bit you know i had my guard up very high and then it's been down and then i don't know it's fucked up i don't know it's it's strange and i'm super single i don't even know where to begin i'm just like how do you even date Oh. <laughs> Dan's actually never been on a date, and he's thirty-two. They're awkward. I don't want to do that. Like, aren't they strange? You got to go out and talk to yeah, somebody. Yeah, you, you have don't to know. ask them like where they're how from and how are you. Oh, you got to get to know someone. You have to get to know someone. What their favorite color is. Like, I don't like, like I don't want to sit there and watch a stranger eat a salad. That's awkward. Yeah, like watching the slow mo chewing. Yeah. it's a lot. And there's silence, and it's like okay. What yeah, are but, doing yeah but you should want to yeah. talk to that person you're seeing across from. It's a definitely a learning experience, right? I thought like there's better ways to get to know each other. <laughs> like what? I don't know. Know, be friends first see what you know i don't know what am yeah, i talking about i don't know yeah idea. you don't know anything it's tough it's tough out there in the yeah, how are you world. dating now also it's probably a little harder for you people know who you are i may be dating <laughs> <laughs> whatever that means <laughs> why is it important to keep your private life so private because like i said we know nobody knows anything like about you and what you've been doing well like i said i'm a spiritual person and i truly believe this that if the whole world knows everything down to who you're dating and what you're eating every morning and what you're doing in that very moment, they can really ruin it. Mm -hmm. mm. And I'm not saying they're intentionally ruining it, but if someone's talking about a date, let's say a celebrity is going on constantly all around the world chatter, that's a lot of negative energy towards their relationship. Mm -hmm. And True. right. And so I, I'm, I'm all about energy. I want to keep it positive and, and um, I don't want people talking negative about a relationship maybe that I'm in or a, a date that I went on and, um, and kind of ruin it in a way. That could also kill the relationship. Exactly. Neg yeah, negative things being said about you. Energy's a real thing. Yeah. People have strong energy. Oh, yeah. Have oh, you ever yeah. been near someone where you're just like, whoa, like I could feel everything you're feeling. It's uh just very strong and the collective force of that imagine is the entire world talking about a no, date fuck that that okay. I'm going on I mean that I would crumble inside yeah. <laughs>
Wait, did you catfish so. your brother for a month? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm you sorry, are? Denny. You did that? <laughs> oh, no. Your brother doesn't know? No, no, he knows. This was when I was 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 14. I was a baby. What did I know? I was just playing a prank on my brother. Just trying to workshop a new character. I was messing with him because he would always mess with me. So I made a fake Facebook and like started DMing him. And I made a whole name. And my name was Ava, actually. And at the time, <laughs> I was still going by Amanda. Really? Yeah. I was still going by Amanda. And I didn't have a middle name because usually... Albanians don't give their children middle names and after I played that whole prank on my brother we were sitting there and I'm just like Ava oh my goodness I like that I actually I actually want my name to be Ava and so I went to court and legally made my name Ava and I told everyone not to call me Amanda anymore that's a big change yeah so I was Ava ever since that oh, prank that's crazy <laughs> yeah that's weird not a lot of people know that but that's how Ava came about courtesy <laughs> you catfished your brother because I catfished my freaking brother. And I'm sorry, Denny, but it worked out now. So it was meant to be. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. Yeah. I love my brother, though. We're very close. It, this is kind of historic, too. Christmas Eve, you had 7.1 million streams on Spotify in a single day. When was that? Your third biggest streaming day ever on the platform. Is that because you have a Christmas song? Is that Christmas without you? I, I, they say on Christmas Eve. Well, oh, but but this is also part of the fact that you did twelve visualizers for twelve songs. Yes, in twelve days. Yes, I uh, I did that, and That's I had crazy. a lot of fun doing it. Though it was fun. I uh, love visuals. Stressful. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I was running on a treadmill for a song, Sleepwalker. That's not that visual's not out yet. It's coming out this month. But I want to tell you how crazy that was. There was a treadmill, right? And I was running in these platforms. And there was like four people trying to catch me if I fall because it was going so fast. And by the end of it, it was going like really, really fast. And like in the VFX, it's, there's going to be demons that are chasing me. What And the, the song is called Sleepwalker. But but um, I was running for so long because I had to do it over and over again that like, oh my God, just that one day running for like, I guess it was like an hour and a half to two hours and sprinting. I was like in the best shape that month in December <laughs> from that one day. So now I know the secret. Go hard for an hour and a half once a month. And you're good. That's I'm all good. It takes. I'm like, I was looking at me. I was like, damn, I got abs. Okay. I was like, okay, I'm going to run for an hour and a half once a month. That's my routine. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But actually though, it was what? pretty gnarly to see what that can do. Is it hard to convince your team to let you do, like get the money to do 12 visualizers that can be released over 12 days? Um, you know, I have the best team and they really believe in Diamonds and Dance Floors and at the time they we were talking about what we wanted to do and I really wanted a visual for each album. I mean, imagine. Each <laughs> I wanted a visual for each album. No, I wanted a visual for each song on the album and um, they were supportive about it. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I was very excited that they said yes. She's expensive. You know, <laughs> I just want, I want to give the fans everything I can. I, I want to, like, if I can do it, I want to do it. I want to do it. It seems like people from the teasers are excited for Cold as Ice. I've seen that. I yeah. love Cold as Ice, too. I wonder, I wonder why that one. I'm curious. It sounds a little different than some of the other songs on the album. I've only heard the yeah. snippet, so I, can, I can't say much about it. I feel like anytime I'm a little psycho, I keep a piss on in my pillow at night, like the lyrics. Like they, I feel like my fans like me psycho. Mm. I think like online, I think they compare me with like Harley Quinn sometimes. And, mm, yes. and so anytime I do a song with lyrics that are a little crazy, a little psycho, I think that's what I am. But yeah, yeah. you are a psycho. 
I guess. <laughs> I am, but it's cold as ice for sure is another psychotype record, I would say. What's the story behind it? Like, what, what are you trying to say? It's just about like having, uh, once again, your guard up and being cold as ice and knowing that like once you, you know, when you're dating and it's about like not, not expecting too much from me. Like I am, I'm gonna have my guard up. I've been through it all and take it or leave it. This is how I am. Even though that's how you are, are you still susceptible to change? Like, are you still down to change and grow? It depends on the person. Are you talking about relationships? Because it really depends on the person. I get that. <laughs> Do you not believe in changing yourself for somebody? Uh, no. you got to be who you are. But with life comes natural, healthy growth and evolution that, like... that. Yes, I, I, I agree with evolution. For yourself, though. Yeah. you got to do it for yourself. But can't somebody else help, that, help bring that out in you? Yes, I believe that, like, people influence you in good and bad ways <laughs> isn't a great relationship bringing the best out in somebody else mm -hmm. and then them doing it to you but can i tell you i don't want to rely on that i want to rely on myself because i've noticed that when you rely on someone else for like okay is this person making me the best i can be no it's like i don't want to even think like that i just want to have a good time with my person i want the, my person to be a good genuine person totally. think good things about me not like have any kind of sort of negative thoughts about me and I'm good. I'm good to go. I'm I'm pretty simple in that way. I don't I don't really want I don't expect anyone to have anything for me to become better, if that makes sense. I get that. Cuz I know a lot of people are like I want to be in a relationship where I feel like I'm a better person. Yes, if you can make bring that out of yourself, but I don't think it's it's a lot to expect someone to, to like do that. Totally. Yeah, cuz then you get in your head, you're just like but why am I upset today? Is it is it this person? Is uh, it is it is it this person yeah, that's, you, that's making me upset? You lack accountability. Exactly, and I don't want to get in that because it's like a, a cycle, a bad cycle that sure. you can really drown yourself in, and then the relationship ends up getting toxic. Is heartbreak better for making music, or is redemption mm. better? I used to think redemption, but I definitely think now heartbreak. Got it. And does that only come from these two But I don't albums? want any more heartbreak. <laughs> I mean, it gave you Super Psycho. I don't want any more. I'm done with the heartbreak. It gave us kings and queens. I know what it feels like. That's all I need now. It gave us <laughs> records that will pay us money for the rest of our lives. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy to think? Yeah. That song's going to like be heard somewhere. It's, it's weird. It's probably being heard so many places at this very second in time. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Yeah, like malls and restaurant playlists and shit. Strange. It is pretty strange. I'm just like, turn it off. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, turn <laughs> it up. What are you thinking, Dan? Is there, I mean, we kind of touched on it, but like, this is a heartbreak album. There's a lot of sad lyrics, but the songs don't sound sad at all. Is there a reason you do that? Because you also seem to stay away from ballads. In the studio, though, I was like, yeah, exactly. So I, one of us started off as a ballad, uh -huh. and after it was done, I just couldn't help but make it a dance record. I wanted it to be a dance record. I, I thought, how about I turn this heartbreak I'm feeling into dance anthems as well. So we start the new year off just with the dance party. And I think it's also good because it's empowering. So when someone hears the lyrics and they relate to the heartbreak, 
they also are like, wait, why do I feel like dancing? I feel good. Oh my God, I, I can overcome this heartbreak. I wanted them, whoever's listening to the music and they've been through heartbreak, that they, they know there's a better side to it. Like they're going to come out the other side better and they can dance their way out of it. That's what I wanted Diamonds and Dance Floors to do. Do all of these records sound good acoustically? You know, I feel like you can make any song sound good acoustically. Well, but well, what comes first, a good acoustic song or a great song with crazy production? I think it starts uh, more stripped back first. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And then Circuit adds his magic. So, <laughs> like, was it easy to turn a ballad into a dance record, like with one of us? Um, that was actually one of the hardest ones because uh, I, I truly, in my heart, wanted to make it a dance record, but it sounded so good as a ballad. But then I'm like, what am I doing? I, 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 I'm, I really feel like crying too much yeah. from this being a ballad. There needs to be a balance. I need to feel like crying and dancing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> what- and right now I'm just lying on the floor crying (laughs) so we started you know making it a little faster and made it a dance record and it is what it is now why do you stay away from ballads i don't stay away from it it's just it's gonna come when it comes (laughs) you're also so good at making dance records you're so good at making dance music thank you thank you i love making dance music but it's dance music that has real heavy emotion and feeling and reality it's great i'm an emotional person (laughs) But <laughs> I'm really emotional sometimes. But that's why I make them into dance records. Because then all I would do is cry on stage. That's all I would do is cry. You don't want to see me cry on stage no. the entire time. We want to dance and cry a little, like when I turn away. <laughs> <laughs> what song changed your life more, Sleep at Psycho or Not Your Barbie Girl? Oh, my God. That's uh, definitely an easy question. <laughs> Sweet but psycho. <laughs> but not your Barbie girl was a decent sized record too. Did that get you signed? Uh, that song, actually, yeah, you're right. It did. That song did. Did I miss that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like easily one. It's probably maybe like your first legitimate like original release. It was huge on TikTok before yeah. TikTok was even that big. Yeah, I remember that. It was massive. It was like 2.4 billion videos. 2.4 million or two. It was a billion. Yeah, it was long. It was nuts. Oh. Oh, what the motto just crossed like a billion streams or something. I love the motto. Congratulations. Oh, thank that. you. Thank it, you so much. I love Tiesto. I love the motto. That whole experience was so much fun and unexpected. He sends me this record. I'm like, whoa, he wants me to rap on this. <laughs> I didn't rap, but it was a very, very low, low. That's the motto. You know, Dude, everybody well, in my life range there. <laughs> everybody's obsessed with that record. Uh, thank you and look I freaking love the motto I'm so happy I did it with TSO I feel like if I hadn't done that record my career would have definitely been a little different like that record is special to me do you I get that it. thing fully packaged and you just add your vocals to it or are you writing I changed, what do you the, I changed up the lyrics I changed up some melodies like I, I changed it up I, I never like ever take a song that someone sends me and sing it and that's it it's I've never done that. It's more so like I go in the studio, I try different things, I change the lyrics, I change the melody. Sometimes I strip down the whole song and there's like one sentence left, but with the motto, it was like seventy five percent there. It was so good. Wow. When Tiesa sent it, I was like, Holy cow, that is a record. Do you ask him <laughs> why you? He just you know, we've been wanting to do something together for a while. Well, like that's a he could you know, 
everybody says, and we've had, I've interviewed more DJs uh, than, uh, you know, I can count. <laughs> they all say that, like, it doesn't matter the vocalist on there. Like, you could take a no-name, unknown vocalist, and the song could still be the biggest hit in the world. I, if the, the song's a hit, for sure. Yeah. For sure. It's like, it's one of the, but but that's like, a, that, that's like almost any big, like, I know, honestly, it. we should call TSR right now and ask him I, why he chose me. We to, can. I really want to know. I, I, he must have heard something and by the way he may, really he's so calculated him. and strategic he's one of the smartest music producers maybe in existence like, think he about is. it and he's so nice oh such a great guy so nice and he's been doing this since the dawn of time and he's only <laughs> yeah. gotten bigger I know and also he has he's so egoless that like he lifts and carries so many people with him mm-hmm. and has given opportunity to so many young DJs over the last like 10-15 years it's really it's special I know he he doesn't stop, and I think that's something to just like watch too his his career, and um, it's so inspiring. It makes me never want to stop too. It's like it, it, you can constantly evolve mm-hmm. and innovate. Oh, one thousand percent. The opportunity is always there as long as you keep swinging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I agree. I I love him. I mean, the motto. You know right away that it has the potential to be something. I knew, I knew, yeah. I loved it. I mean, I loved it. Do you send notes back? Um, You know, I was just in the studio and I started messing with it. And then I sent it back and Tia's was like, whoa, I love it. We finished it, shot a music video, done. It was so fast, actually. That was very fast. It happened very fast. What did you change? Um, I changed some of the verse, the, the chorus. I kind of did some different runs. I added my own flair, you know, like huh. I, I always, I always do that. That music video is pretty cool too. It's a Thank hotel. you. And we did a dance video as well after Sick. that because it, it was just so epic that we had to shoot a second music video. <laughs> like we love that record. That song is so good. Thank you. Timeless. Thank you. How do you feel about collabs as a whole? Because there's no collabs on the album. You've done a couple, but not many. Not on the albums. No, yeah. I, I sometimes feel like I want to share with my fans everything I'm dealing with and feeling in the moment and not think about features and just mm-hmm. focus on the entirety of the album as whole without anyone else on it and you know put it out but not to say there's not going to be any features on a deluxe or you know at all this year but I, you know I love a good feature I've done a lot of features I love features but on the album I don't know I just I just haven't I haven't I guess I'm so focused in the studio that I'm not like out reaching out to people I'm just writing and it just ends up not having any features so so when people <laughs> say they don't you know know the real you are they just not listening to your music intensely enough or detailed enough well I mean like you said I'm a little private mm-hmm. maybe a lot private you could search your entire Instagram Twitter you won't find anything yeah I'm we, very we have. private I know we've looked <laughs> I you know I I'm learning to be a little bit more open it's hard for me because like I said everything's energy and I I just want to I, I also still want to keep my mental health game strong and be happy to do what I do. And uh, if I'm not good, then I won't. I won't be able to release music. You know. So I, at the end of the day, it starts with me. So I wanna. I wanna be strong enough to like do what I do. And um, that's probably why I try and hide some things. But you know, I. It's inevitable. You know. Do you think you need to share to be successful? Um, and that can be success could be defined differently. You know what I mean? And in a, in like different ways. Like for me, I share through my lyrics. Huh. 
I share through my music. I share on stage. I share in interviews. But my my relationships maybe no that's maybe in the future who knows I just right now where I'm at at this point in my life I I love what I'm doing and I'm I'm happy and I, I you know I I don't feel the need to go too deep like that I mean again I I could get more open later on it depends on how I'm feeling but right now I'm good slow and steady wins <laughs> racing it's clearly working diamonds and dance force that is the name of the album we're gonna put a link in the description below is there a lyric from this album that sticks out to you. Ooh. Just top of brain. Um, uh, I'm thinking. I want to. Yeah, no. One of us would die for love. One of us would give it up. I think that right there is the whole duality of the album Diamonds and Dance Floors. It kind of sets the tone on all the heartbreak of this album. That's right. I- it's a really hard thing to say, but also to like come to terms with. Yeah. That's challenging. Sometimes you're not going to feel the same with someone else. And I guess that's okay, but you got to move on. It's hard. <laughs> you ever asked the In the Dark inspo why they only loved you in the dark? Oh, that one is really just about like... They gay? That's when I was... Re- <laughs> you are cracking me up. No, that literally... <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't. They get no, I'm done. I can't. <laughs> so when I was closet. when I was like 19 and I was dating, I feel like I remember from what I remember being single 19. That was inspiration from when I was younger. It was more so about like how I would date and then they didn't want to like hang out during the day. They didn't want to go for lunch or they didn't want to get coffee and like it was just like nighttime. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why do you only love me in the dark? I would always uh, think that in my head. And I finally wrote a song about it. <laughs> God. Because I feel like a lot of also young oh, yeah. girls feel that yeah. way. Somebody you know? using you for what they want, not like actually creating a real relationship with you. Like keeping it at a distance. And yes. it's like so, so hurtful, especially as a young girl. It's like then, then you start feeling insecure. You're like, uh, is something wrong with me? Why don't you want to get coffee with me? Why don't you want to see me in the daylight? Cause they Why don't just commit. nighttime? They yeah, don't exactly. want to commit. They just want the nighttime activities. I know. But no. Fuck that. No, no. you want a real relationship. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, give me 24-7. <laughs> exactly. So that's what that song is inspired about. Uh, <laughs> for me, I apply that to I only make love in the dark. You know, pitch black only. Oh, it's very mysterious. <laughs> it's it's very much you can't see me because if you do, you may get ill. Oh my God, what? No, you're crazy. Oh, it's accurate. You are cracking me. No, shit's pitch black. <laughs> shit's I like literally black out the windows. You were. I take the light bulbs out. Wait, stop. <laughs> stop. When I do get into it with somebody every three years You're like, or so, I take the power out of my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so there's no way you can even turn it on. <laughs> Still use blackout curtains. <laughs> You're like, oops, there's a power outage <laughs> in the entire oh, city. No. Again? <laughs> All got, of Los Angeles. I guide them in with the sound of my voice only. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> You're not lying, though. It's, it's 100% accurate, dude. God, I've trust me there's been two times in my life where I've gotten intimate with somebody and the lights are on and it's not okay everyone wants to get intimate differently so you know what to each their own uh, spotlight take the power me. out okay <laughs> <laughs> rip the cord out 
Turn it off. Uh, listen to Diamonds and Dance Wars. I, I just realized. There's a link in the description. Oh, by the way, all of Ava Max's music is available on Amazon Music. Oh, my God. I just realized the Max Cut's gone. Is she retired? She's chilling, you know? She does make a... She does make an appearance actually in a few days. Oh, what? In one of the visualizers? Yes, in one of us, she comes out of the grave. Oh. She was hibernating for a bit, but she's making a little appearance right now for some air. Was that a big decision to, <laughs> to get rid of the cut? It was. It felt like a part of me. It felt like a part of my soul, my heart and soul, my brain, my kidneys, my liver. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Bleh. I was like, you're coming off of me. Um, but it, it's fine. I'm fine without her. I'm We're fine. fine. You're I'm fine. fine without her. But she, you know, she likes to appear here and there. She really couldn't wait to appear. So she, she's in one of us. I mean, there's like a closing of a chapter there, right? Definitely. But Gro I love, I love the Max Cut. Does growth come after that? Growth. Growth happens all the time. It's true. Growth happens all the time. Not just because of a haircut. But was it a crutch? Do you feel like that was a part of like how the world saw you? So you no, had to it's keep how it? I saw myself. I was like, that is, that's who I am. That's, that's at the time, right? That's how I felt, and that's what I liked. I wanted to have my cake and eat it too. You know, I wanted long hair. I wanted short hair. I wanted. <laughs> I didn't want just short hair. I didn't want just long hair. I want to have both. And I can have both. And so the Max Cut really resembled, and it still resembles, you doing what you want to do and not giving a fuck what anyone else thinks. Mm -hmm. Even if you're getting made fun of, who gives a fuck? Yes. You live one life, do what you want to do. You want to wear something crazy every day? You want to wear, like, butterfly wings every day? Or, like, you know what I mean, a chicken suit? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, you want to wear, like, you want to be, like, a peanut butter jelly sandwich every day? Like... Halloween costume. <laughs> Fucking go for it. Do it. Who cares? I really think that's what the Max Cut stands for. And that's how, how I felt. How do you keep that alive today, that attitude? Um, Just being me, not caring. You know, I read so many crazy comments online that I'm just like, good. I'm happy. I'm happy you disagree. It's uh, Disagreeing is healthy. Mm. <laughs> mm. I don't want to go with what's trending. I don't want to be that it girl you know like it's not it's not for me how do you define success being you when you can really be you and not give a fuck that's successful to me do you feel like you're there yes but i have a lot of goals still fuck yeah speaking of goals have you ever been on a solo tour like your own tour oh my god i am gonna cry you were supposed to Probably. Uh, All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry. Um, you can clutch the cat. So, the COVID, ha COVID thing heard, called COVID yeah, happened. I've heard of it. Heard of yeah. it? That took out the tour. Took out a lot of things. Really sad. Then the next year kept pushing back some reason. I don't know why my tour, my headline tour, kept getting pushed back. And now we're here, 2023, finally. Finally going on a headline tour this Woo! year. I am so excited. I have Let's the date go. in my head. I'm not allowed to say it, but I have it, and I want to say it. But it's happening, and I'm very happy. Sick! I'm Finally. fucking excited to see that. <laughs> Thank you. He'll be there. We're gonna we're gonna party. We're gonna party. Yeah, we are. A lot of dance music. <laughs> Dan, are you gonna party? Yeah, of course. I'm going to that. We're gonna have some fun. Yeah, it sounds like it's gonna be awesome. All we're gonna do is dance. Well, we're gonna put a link in the description below. So when tickets are available, you click that link and you can buy them. And you should be listening to Diamonds and Dance Floors, right? <laughs> listen to it yes link in the description below it is there uh do you still make a bomb ass chicken fajita oh my god how'd you know that that's like your ultimate declaration of love 
During COVID, yes. I haven't made one since COVID. Oh, so it's been years. It's, it's been it's Or been you just haven't time. loved somebody enough to make them. Maybe. Maybe it's that. How, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think i just been so busy that after COVID, I started traveling a lot, started working on time for fajitas? Um, I don't have time for fajitas. Postmates is my friend. <laughs> Hotel room service is my friend. <laughs> Have you been eating less salami? No. Oh, you lied to Anderson Cooper. I said I was going to stop. You did. What? I had some salami a few days ago. Oh, is that your like resolution this year? I, I fucked up. Because what? I really was gonna not have any salami. I heard salami is very bad for you. Salty. And I, I know, and like I guess like I don't know what else it has in it, but I love it so much. Like I can put a, like a little cheese inside of a little salami, and mm. that's my lunch. Like a lot of it though, not just one. <laughs> <laughs> and like I could just be, I mean, so satisfied, happier than anyone you've ever met. Like just mm. with that salami. But I've heard it's not good for you, so I'm trying to cut it out. Mm. Well, slow and steady. I'm not. I'm not really good with like stopping things, starting them either. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I am not your consistent girl. <laughs> In the new year, I'm like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do. This. And then now, what day is it today? The thirteenth. Is it Friday the thirteenth? It is. Ooh. Okay. Is that like why that. I'm feeling kind of like feel a little spooky? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the it's, vibe I'm getting. It's there, the energy. Is there a ghost that's going to appear on camera now? Because it's Friday the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> well, everywhere you go, you're haunted by a ghost. Oh. Look what I just did. That is good. You must have heard ghost, huh? I heard the snippet. <laughs> 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 that's the only lyric I know. Everywhere the salami goes, I'm haunted by its ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh, my goodness. By the way, you really should listen to that album. There's going to be a link in the description below, Diamonds and Dance Floors. Is it true that you were living off of $20 a week in yes, L.A.? Yes, yes. I will never forget my car breaking down in the rain. I, I just see it right now in my head. What happened exactly, I was on this hill, and it just started going down, and the brakes weren't working. I, I almost hit a mailbox, and then I just, like, hit the curb and, like, almost the tree, and finally it stopped. <laughs> And I was just like crying in my car. It was like raining and I had no money. And then I was just like, what do I do? What do I do? So I called my dad, of course. My dad came to help. But my, my parents were like, you know, they were like, you got to find your own way. We're not going to help you. And I'm just like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, you had friends that helped you. No, my parents were there, but they were there more emotionally. They really wanted me to like work for what I had. Huh. They, they were just like, go get a job and then go to the studio at night. You can do both. And I'm just like, yeah. Yep, I can. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where were you working? Everywhere. Oh. I was a nail receptionist. I sold straighteners at the kiosk <laughs> at the mall. The right. girls who are like, here, 100% ceramic. Let me help you. Um, let me curl your hair. Let me show you how good it works and it doesn't fry your hair. And I did fry someone's <laughs> hair once. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, let me spray some oil on it. It's perfect. It's perfect. I'm like spitting. It's perfect. <laughs> I got I got fired from that. Yeah, not for you, huh? Yeah, I I had a really crazy boss at that kiosk. She was nuts. And I was just like, I can't. I can't. I can't just, like, do it right. She's like, well, learn. I'm like, I have been. I, I'm making the curls nice, but somehow their hair is burning. How is this not? <laughs> this straightener must not be 100% ceramic. <laughs> That's crazy. So I did that. I, I uh, what else? I, my first job ever, I was 16 in South Carolina. Hollister. Uh, I quit two days later because they made me wear flip flops. <laughs> Ugh. 
I'm like, uh, really? You're going to expose my toes like this while I'm working? <laughs> my toes are cold. That's a hazard. They kept it so cold in there. And I'm just like back there like in my flippy floppies. I'm just like, oh, no. It smells like shit. I... <laughs> So bad. I'm just like, no, I cannot work here anymore. So Hollister was the worst to work at. Yeah. And look at you now. Here I am making psycho songs about exes. <laughs> Listen to them, Diamonds and Dance Force, baby. But this is really a redemption album, right? This is coming off of Heartbreak or? Yes, coming off Heartbreak, coming out stronger and just being better than before, knowing more than before. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power listen to it and then go see her on tour we're gonna put a link in the description below all of it is on Amazon Music Daniel thoughts I just think uh, Last Night on Earth sounds phenomenal thank you so much that's one of my favorite songs I'm excited to hear the full thing thank you mm-hmm. thank you I love that record so much feels like it's the last night ever like the the like a meteor is like coming to Earth to shut everything down like it's like let's just have fun and go out and just <laughs> Die all together. <laughs> Go out with a bang. Is that exactly. it? Exactly. Wanting to die with the one you love? I like a lot of like movies. You know, I like, okay, I like to watch a lot of movies that are about, like, for instance, Geo's, you know, Geostorm, like. Oh, yeah, like, that's, sh- by the way, like. T- like like the other one, the earthquake movie. So with bad. The earthquake movie. You're talking the, about like Day After Tomorrow or like the yes, one. Yes, thank you. Day After yeah. Tomorrow. The other one. Sharknado. Um, I can't think or not. Nah, the, you're talking the, about, uh, the earthquake with the. With, with the rock. With the rock. San Andreas. You knew. <laughs> San Andreas, uh, Day After Tomorrow, Geosaur. I like watching all those movies. And when I finished watching, I forgot which one it was, but that's when I wrote Last Night on Earth. Mm. It inspired me. The, the world ending. Like, let's just party like it's the last night on Earth. Oh. Make love like it's the last night on Earth. Damn. Well, in the dark. Hello. <laughs> okay, only in a power <laughs> outage. <laughs> <laughs> I will not do it if there's any sort of light on. No candle, no nothing. God, just out there. Who potential. are you dating? Oh, myself. <laughs> oh my God, I love that answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like absolutely nobody. Well, in my head, a couple people. <laughs> in your head, we're always dating someone in our head. Oh yeah. yeah. Is it real? You're just like going to sleep. You're like, please let me dream of this person. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the action I get. Oh, it's so fucked. Anyway, Ava Max, dance floors. Diamonds and dance floors. You're like dance floors and dance floors and dance <laughs> floors. <laughs> no diamonds. <laughs> Listen to this album. It wasn't supposed to come out in October. Mm-hmm. What happened? I you am said a perfectionist. No. I'm oh. a perfectionist. So when the the when the due date was coming, yes. I was <laughs> like, you know what? I'm still tweaking the album. I'm still going over mixes. I'm crazy about mixes and just like everything. And I'm just like, it's not ready. It's not ready. It's not ready. And then label was like you know what we can push it but then I thought of the fans and I knew they were gonna be upset I was upset but at myself <laughs> I was mad at myself but um I had to do it because I really wanted each song to sound exactly like I hear it in my head heard it in my head and now it does so I'm happy how do you know a song was done <laughs> I feel it it's a gut feeling yeah anything on this album that you feel is unfinished no that's oh, a good feeling right not. Mm-hmm. no no imagine it's like out i'm like it's all unfinished <laughs> no, <laughs> well some artists are like that where they still listen to something and they're like oh fuck that should have been different you know what i am the type of person where it's like once it's out it's out 
and I love it. And I'm not I'm not gonna overthink it once it's out. I only overthink it and drive myself crazy when oh. it's not out. <laughs> the the moment it's on Spotify and Apple, I hear it and I'm just like, ah, music to my ears. It's out. I don't need to touch it anymore. It's yours. Yeah, it's no longer now you, yours. Now you nitpick it and tell me why I suck. <laughs> <laughs> you heard her. Listen to it. Link in the description tell below. Tell me what you hate, and <laughs> that's that. None of the good stuff. Just so only we'll the bad just stuff. just live with it. <laughs> <laughs> Soak her in real deep, like a sponge. <laughs> Enjoy it. Ava Max, really appreciate you. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Your energy's amazing. Great. I feel like Dan's a real fan. I just think the, I just think music's fun. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. Now I'm already thinking about the third album. Though. Also, I got to be honest, we never had you in here. You don't do many things. I was like, what's her personality going to be like? Is she going to be easy to talk to? Is she going to be scary? Is she going to be... She was phenomenal. Oh, oh thank wow. you so much. Thank you. I sometimes don't recognize myself, too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is that true? No, no, no. I... No, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, when you wake up, you don't know what kind of mood you're going to be in or, like, what you want to wear. You're just like... All right, let's see what this day has for me now. Huh? And just like, I could literally be wanting to wear a flower dress one day and look super girly. And then today I'm just like, nope, wearing a beanie, wearing a sweatshirt. I want to be cozy. And that's okay. And that's okay. So I, I really just like, you know, I go with the flow. I don't know what I'm going to feel tomorrow morning. I might want to shave my head, I, which is fine. But if, you know, it's whatever I feel in the moment. <laughs> Sick. That's the right way to be. Don't overthink it, right? <laughs> Ava Max, everybody. Here, don't overthink it. Listen to that album. Link in the description below and go see her on tour. She hits the road this year. Woo! Ava Max, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's the Zach Sang Show.